0: to be
1: cool See, I just did stand. You just made
0: the list. Welcome in, welcome in. All one and all, it is special 830 edition of WWEGL. Sadly, Daniel J. Locke is currently on his way to Birmingham for fall break, but I am joined by the incomparable, the immeasurable Noah, the Predator Phillips.
2: You want me to woo again like I did in the last episode okay, and break everybody's okay. spectrum?
0: Go now. Do it now. Woo! Perfect, didn't break everyone's mic, I turned you down. Okay, good. that's was perfect. Um, it is a Wednesday night, we started 30 minutes early because me and Noah are, we're going to we're gonna do a little, we'll do a wrestling match after this, that's what we'll call it.
2: Indeed, we're going to have a street fight.
0: We're going to have a street fight, we're going to drink some Steve Weiser's as Stone Cold said, um, we might, who knows, we may have a old, good old fashioned wrestling dance off, all <laughs> that jazz, you know, if you get what I'm alluding to, you get it. But me and Noah starting a little early here today. Um, it's been a good last two weeks of wrestling. Mostly, Raw has been good. AEW basically has been built up to this week, which is currently airing as we speak. I watched the first couple matches. Um, a bunch of backstage drama. Oh, let's get into that. There's a bunch of drama with AEW, right? Do you know who Andrade is?
2: I do know who Andrade is. Do I think. Who, Do you know who Sammy
0: Quifora is?
2: Wait, say it again. Sammy Guevara. I think I know who that is.
0: Okay, so for you, who's not big a big AEW guy, Sammy Guevara is this. He's basically he's Chris Jericho's like Aaron boy kind of now. He's like a young guy who's been in Jericho's stable this whole time and has won like the TNT Championship. He's basically a high flyer, but he's also a jerk in real life. He's gotten a lot of backstage altercations. Apparently, Andrade, who used to be in WWE, who's married to Charlotte, Ric Flair's daughter, he's Ric Flair's son-in-law.
2: That's who I'm trying to be. When I grow <laughs> up. <laughs> well, uh,
0: he kind of been complaining about AEW this whole time. Um, apparently, him and Sammy got into it. Have like they were they were throwing jabs at each other on Twitter, and then apparently before the show tonight, they got an altercation, and the rumor is one of them was sent home. They both had matches on today's card, so. We'll just have to see. Andrade's match was if he lost, he had to leave AEW. So,
2: well, I guess he got his booking early. And yeah, just decided I guess he to got go his ahead. booking early.
0: I don't know. It might be a swerve. Um, I think I want to go ahead and jump into our first little segment here: the wrestling flashback. Where is where's my bell? This week, Noah picked the flashback that we went back to this week. Um, it was the third? I think it was like the third Elimination Chamber
2: match. Yes, I believe it is the third one. But
0: it was the first ever Money in the Bank cash-in. Going back, watching this Elimination Chamber match, it was kind of, I'll be honest, it was kind of a weak sauce Elimination Chamber match, all things considered.
2: Yeah, but it did have the glorious team-up of Carlito Edo and Chris, Chris Masters. Masters.
0: So, of course, we watched the whole Elimination Chamber match because it led up to the cash-in. Um, in this Elimination Chamber, I think it was um, New Year's Revolution two thousand six. They only ran this event like three times. This is like probably the most notable thing to happen at any of the events.
2: It also took place in the Pepsi Arena in Albany, New York.
0: Is that what it is? Was it the Pepsi Arena? It was the
2: Pepsi Arena. That's January eighth, two thousand six. Wasn't even on New Year's. It was January eighth.
0: I wasn't even three at the time. Crazy. How old were you? You were well, three because you're double digits. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I would have been three. I think August thirtieth, two thousand two. You just turned
0: three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh, you were born before 9-11. No,
2: 2002. Oh. 2002, dog. You were born
0: for Spider-Man. Maybe <laughs> around Spider-Man. He's a Spider-Man baby. I don't know why. I digress. Anyway, the participants in this match were as of WWE champion John Cena, Shawn Michaels as a face, Kane as, I would assume, a heel. But he also, um, I mean, I don't know. He could have been a face. Kurt Angle, he was a heel. Carlito was a heel, and a young like twenty-three-year-old Chris Masters. And so the whole storyline of this match was Chris Masters and Carlito have decided to team up. Um, Kurt Angle hates
2: John Cena and wants to take the title off and him. And wants to take him an, and embarrass
0: him. Um, Shawn Michaels is just Shawn Michaels, and Kane is just Kane. And,
2: and this is like after after uh, unmasking. Kane. This is yes, this is unmask Kane. This is like rebirth.
0: This is—he's already lost all his hair. He's bald. He's looking like an albino. Kane.
2: He didn't come out in the towel, did he? Like no, The towel. No, episode, he did not. Yeah, come it was. Out in the so towel. It was after that. This is
0: after this, yes. This is Kane where he went that era without wearing the mask for like five or six years. Terrible era for Kane. He, he won championships, but like he just wasn't as menacing without well, the mask.
2: When, when he came, when he came out like the first couple like uh, times and was beating up Rod Van Damme, like every every week. Yeah, it that used to was be a good friends big. with. He he was pretty cool then.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I like the attire and I feel like Kane is like a moveset, set, but like it was it was a little weird match. We got like a good kind of banger. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels to start. Then um Carlito came out, kind of cleared house. And then Kurt Angle came out and started clearing. I mean, if you think Carlito cleared house, Carlito cleared house by Basically throwing Shawn Michaels and John Cena onto, like, the post, yeah. basically. And he busted
2: Shawn Michaels Did, Yeah, he
0: was the one who busted John's Shawn Michaels open. Shawn Michaels was bleeding. Like John a st- Michaels. John Michaels. John Cena and Shawn Michaels combined. Shawn Michaels was bleeding like a stuck pig, as he does. Um, Kurt Angle comes out and hits the original suplex city. He hit, like, seven suplexes on, like, on all the participants in the match at that moment, which is going absolutely bonkers.
2: Threw a couple of them like, um, outside of the ring onto, yeah. onto the uh, steel plating they used to have. I thought
0: Kurt Angle... Are you sure? I'm pretty sure Kurt Angle busted Sean open. Because he, th- he suplexed no. him over the rope and then...
2: No, because Carlito did the uh, first one where he got him by the legs and did the...
0: No, I thought that was Kurt. I, whoever. Sean was busted open, as he does. I know Chris busted John Cena open with a DDT. Yes. Um, but... Gets Carlito in the ankle lock. Chris Masters comes out. Kane has won whatever the – what is it? The Beat the Clock Challenge what they said? I, I think it was
2: the Beat the Clock Challenge. Beat
0: the Clock Challenge. That's a throwback right
2: there. And they honestly need to bring that they back. They still
0: do it every once in a while.
2: But they need to do it more. I love that.
0: <laughs> I think it was overused a little bit in the early the, the, the early teens. It was still, It's still a lot of fun. I think it's good for, like, Elimination Chamber matches. What they do now for Elimination Chambers, they do gauntlet matches. And those were awesome. They, it, you gotta watch that. Have you seen the gauntlet match they did before the elimination? So have you seen, you know, Kofi Mania, like Kofi Kingston won. The yeah, game. yeah. So the whole thing that built this was Kofi Kingston wasn't even supposed to be an elimination chamber match. Mustafa Ali gets injured, and they have the gauntlet match, and Kofi Kingston does a gauntlet match for like sixty minutes and loses in the end.
2: Yeah, and, it, uh, and all the fans started to really appreciate yeah. him.
0: And then he was the final two, and Brian in the elimination chamber was cleaning the house and the losing. Then, of course, you know, they had, like, another gauntlet match like the New Day versus all the tag teams. Awesome. That whole feud. We'll probably revisit that at some point.
2: At some point.
0: I I digress. Um, Basically, Kurt Kurt Angle comes in, gets Carlito in the ankle lock. Chris Masters comes in. Carlito and Chris Masters start working together. Kurt Angle somehow just, like, shrugs it all off, finds John Cena, is just wrenching. That ankle
2: took took the uh, straps off just before doing yeah. it for the added effect. He
0: whipped them out, you know. He took them straps off. He went crazy. Um Also, Kurt Angle was like managed by Arya Davari in this match, which I thought I do not remember that.
2: I don't remember that either. I,
0: and he had no effect. I think the only time you ever saw Arya Davari was like him, just like he was like when Kurt Angle was like suplex people. He like hopped on the cage. and was like shaking the cage, like yeah. Hyping
2: hyping up the hypen crowd, hyping up the Albany crowd. Kurt
0: Angle. And his bloodlust for John Cena gets hit with a sweet chin music, which because of the Young Bucks has deteriorated it as a finisher for me. Because I was like, he hit him with one. And I'm like, "Dang, dang, Kurt Angle's already out of the match. Like, he, he literally well, no. could hit one move, and he's done.
2: It's not a super kick when Shawn Michaels does it. Yeah, it's a sweet it. chin music. It's sweet chin music.
0: And, and I, it, well, it's probably because, two. normally he tunes up the band, and so it feels a lot more impactful. That one is a lot out of nowhere. And, like, almost Kurt didn't almost see it, so it felt, like, a little less impactful. Yeah. And after seeing, like, how many super kicks people see on, like, AEW and in WWE now, like, it's like a transition move, you know? Yeah. It's, like, harder for me to... But I still think Sean, I mean, music.
2: Whenever Sean does it, it's, it's elevated.
0: Perfect. So he gets that Kurt Angle's out first instantly. I was like, that kind of sucks. It was a 2006 Kurt Angle, which is like right about the time he was about to get out of the company. For, yes. He, he became Perk Angle. For Kurt on yes. Perk. Yes. When to TNA, just absolutely destroyed everyone over there. Jumping
2: off like buildings. Yes. When his opponents didn't even know he was going to do it, <laughs> but he <just laughs> did it anyway. Doing
0: moonsaults off cages multiple times while busted open. Kurt Angle gales out. Kane gets in, starts wrecking house. And then all of a sudden, Chris Masters and Carlio start teaming up on Kane. They try to administer the master lock, miss. Carlio hits him with a backbreaker. Um,. Chris Masters and Kane are and uh, Carlito are celebrating. Kane does the Undertaker sit up.
2: They're like midway through a high five. Yeah, and Kane just
0: sits up. They like kick him down again. Like do some other. I forget what they did. They did, like a, like a combo. He sits up again. <laughs> and then they finally kick him back down. Chris Masters like picks up Carlito, drops him onto them, and they both piggyback on. Yep. And Kane was in the match for maybe three minutes.
2: And you could see it like Kane was struggling, struggling. to try and get up. All- I thought he kicked out. <laughs> well, apparently, the referee didn't see the it. The
0: referee didn't see it. Kane was out of that match in like three minutes. Then um what did what did Shawn Michaels get hit by?
2: Sean. Sean
0: was next out.
2: Sean got hit. Sean was
0: oh no he got hit with the corkscrew the yes the, he... the what I basically is the crossroads that Cody Rhodes use. Sean's out by Carlito. They start like um, I think they pl- they start John Cena and like Shawn Michaels are on, like w- wobbly knees. at This point, they start... yeah, Sean
2: had just delivered the uh, diving elbow drop and sweet chin music on John Cena, but then Carlito came over and hit him with the rolling cu- uh, cutter.
0: The corkscrew, yeah, yeah. basically the co- the crossroads. I didn't even know Carl was Carlito's finisher. And one, two, three, Sean's out. Um, so now it's just Chris Masters and Carlito just bullying John Cena. They bust them open as they should have with the thing. The young guns. They basically had this match won, and then Carlito, as Carlito does, hits Chris Master right in where with the a low blow. With the low blow where the sun don't shine, hits him in his golden goose. Um, roll up, one, two, three, and John Cena instantly after that, roll up, one, two, three. Like, these, like, other than the Kurt Angle one, like, these pins were pretty quick. It was just not a long elimination there It was like, I maybe.
2: And that's because they had to there. save time for something yes, else. they were
0: saving time. John Cena wins. Looks like a bloody mess. I mean, looks like he can barely stand. The referee is like,
2: oh. John Cena's still on the ground. The referee's, like, picking up his arm.
0: Oh, here's another bit that I forgot. So, I think they, like, someone, like, hit um, Shawn Michaels with a finisher. Oh, Kane hit Shawn Michaels with, like, a choke slam whenever he got in. Shawn Michaels is dead on the ground. I mean, face down, he is not moving. He is not moving at all. And Carlino decides, let's not pin him. Let's just throw him out of the ring. Like, he can barely stand. Like, he's Carlino's having to drag his carcass over. Like, it was so funny. I'm like, why don't you just pin him? But it, or, or, like, tell team over or something. You didn't
2: hit the big move, and that's what matters.
0: Right. Anyway, um, Vince comes out. He's like, everyone, get back in your seats. This no
2: chance.
0: <laughs> this is not over. <laughs> you got no chance in. Well, we won't say the rest of the war but he's like, everyone, get back in your seats. This isn't over. Raise no, the couch. cage. Raise the cage. Also, I did not read I forget that the elimination chamber is, like, a cage. Like, yeah. I know it's a cage, but, like, you know what I'm saying, like, that you can raise it, like. like yeah. Like you got uh, a pulley system back like there. Like uh, heck in a cell. Like you know? big boss man. Yeah. And he's like, this match is over. You know, we got one more match. of phenomenal. God, congrats, John Cena. But uh, it was it was very, I forget about it because, you know, we're so used to money in the bank. Cash-ins just Happening. run in. You know, they hand it out. There's no big announcement. But, even you know, this was the first one. So Vince comes out and he's basically like, we have one more match, the main event. The money is an intriguing young man has cashed in his money in the bank contract, one at WrestleMania. And I think the crowd was all for it because they did not want John Cena. No, win. not at all. Not it's a New all. York
2: crowd. They don't New like York, the faces.
0: Is, yeah, I guess he's from Boston, Massachusetts too. Um and of course, Edge comes out with Lita, comes out of like the dry uh, the dry eyes. Food.
2: Comes out there, swings on John yeah, Cena, hits him with a spear. One, two, kick out John Cena, oh, yeah. and that
0: he he actually he was like throwing rights right into John Cena's like busted head. He pins him, John Cena kicks out, pins him, kicks out. sets so the first spear
2: One. hits the spear, and then all of a sudden decides that that isn't enough.
0: Yeah, because John Cena decides to kick out again. After Sean, after Sean Michaels, couldn't shake one finisher. Like he was out for Kane's choke slam. John Cena somehow kicks out of the Cena wins lol. Cena wins lol. That's why I'm like, uh oh. John Cena <laughs> sets gets up again. Edge is just like, come on, I can do this all day. Spears him again. One, two, three. Your new WWE champion. The first ever like world title reign for Edge.
2: And has the greatest celebration of all well, time. We won't. We
0: won't. We won't talk about that. <laughs> Infamous, I would say, it's something that is burned into my mind for good and bad. Good, yeah. If you know what we're referring to, you know. But if you don't, I cannot discuss that on air. We cannot. We cannot. He just. Let's just say, him and Lita had a lot of fun at the next Raw.
2: They did. Um, loads of
0: fun. So loads of fun. That was. I. I enjoyed that. I definitely. That cash in was great. I wouldn't. The match wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. It was right.
2: Carlito and Chris Masters. Chris Masters teaming up should have been a team up for a long time. Yeah. Well, of course they they had a lot of chemistry. It looked like
0: Carlito screwed it up, but you know. Anyway, that was our little throwback section for the day. um, When Daniel comes back, well, maybe we'll let Daniel pick when he comes back. You know. Maybe. Poor guy has to be in Birmingham. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, we're gonna go to a quick little ad break. We'll come back. we gonna hit your Raw SmackDown AEW recaps from the last couple of weeks, and then we're gonna end this broadcast with the uh, el- Extreme Rules predictions, and we'll get into all the goodness about that. So stay right here. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm turning on Noah's mic. He's jamming over here. We're looking at some Raw results from the last couple of weeks. We're going to start off with the last two Raws that happened. Um, So far, we've been engaging in the Seth Rollins-Matt Riddle feud, which I think is great. I've been really enjoying it. They announced they were having a fight pit match during these last two weeks. Not only are they having a fight pit match, but uh, DC. I make sure I pronounce this right. Daniel Cormier?
2: Yes. He yes. is
0: gonna be the special guest referee in this fight Pit match. If you haven't don't know what a fight pit match is, look up the two NXT matches they had. Great. It's also basically an evolved version of the Lions in match that Ken Shamrock popularized in the nineties. It's a very UFC esque match where you can only win by knockout or submission. It's basically a cage like a cage match, except you can't escape the cage. Um there's no there's no uh Rope, so basically, they're hitting the steel every time. Um, They've made their feud very personal. Seth Rollins basically told Matt Riddle, He's like, You're a good singer, I bet you sing good bedtime songs to your kids. Oh, wait, you can't see your kids because your wife divorced you and you can't, you don't have custody or whatever or something like that. Oh, personal Matt Riddle, and he's like, I know you want to punch me, yeah, come on, hit me because he basically was trying to take, he's like, But you can't afford to because you can't afford to take money because you have to feed your kid and get pay for the lawyers or something like that. And then this week and Matt Riddle was like, Oh yeah, you haven't won a title in years. What happened to Mr. Main Event? And like the last time you tried to wrestle for a title, Roman choked you out or something like that. And they're both seething and then Daniel Cormier came on and was like, Hey, you gotta keep it fair.
2: And they're gonna fight this Sunday at WWE. It's actually Saturday. Saturday at WWE
0: Extreme Rules, I forgot. Extreme. I'm actually, for once, I'm excited for extreme rules.
2: Um, the <laughs> are, you, are you normally not excited when WWE takes it to the extreme? Well, with a capital the past,
0: X, I have been at certain times, but the past couple of years, they haven't been the best extreme rules matches, to say the least. Um, Oscar, oh, Candice LeRae. Do you know who Candice LeRae is?
2: Uh, no, I do not.
0: So, Candice LeRae is the wife of Johnny Gargano. you know who Johnny Gargano is? I do know who Johnny Gargano is. So, she is the wife. She is amazing. She's almost as good a wrestler as Johnny is. I'm very excited. She's been healed the last time she was on NXT. She, had, she got written off because she, you know, she had Johnny's kid. They had a kid. She is back in Lovely. WWE um, debuting, beating Nikki A.S.H., and it looks like she is finally going to drop that stupid superhero gimmick that she has. Do yes. you know what A.S.H. stands for?
2: A super, almost a super, almost a super. Yeah,
0: so dumb. But uh, she took off her mask and was like crying. Then A picked up her first win and first loss the next week, losing to Dakota Kai. Um, I think they're setting up for maybe this is my. Well, I'll, I'll talk about what I'm predicting later on down the road. But um, they kept setting up this um, Bailey um, Bianca Belair feud with. I think Bailey beat like. Alexa Bliss in the main event and said it's going to be like an Extreme Rules match. Or no, not Extreme Rules, a ladder match. They're having a ladder match.
2: Which is will be lovely. Lovely. those two superstars.
0: Yep. Johnny Gargano fought Otis. He won. Um, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens fought the Eccalf Academy. They won that. And I think Chad Gable fought Braun Strowman. And Braun Strowman won that. But I say this. Otis and Chad Gable are so good.
2: They are so good.
0: Even though they're like jobbing out right now, they're phenomenal in the ring. And they're a perfect pairing. And, and they're jet-
2: gr- And they're great in the mic too. Yes. They can sell them out.
0: Shush! Shoosh shoosh. Uh, thank you.
2: It's great. And then well, oh, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, it's a, oh yeah. It's a it's a far cry from shorty G.
0: Yes. Dude, he hit Strowman with a a like a bridge German suplex. You know Strowman's like 350 pounds and Chad Gable's maybe like, he's like a cruiserweight. It was insane. It was insane. It's literally like, Strowman's like double the size of Chad Gable. And he hit him like, Chad Gable is a freak of nature. Um, AJ Styles and Finn Balor have been, in um, the Judgment Day, have been kind of feuding. The Judgment Day attacked Finn Balor after he said, I'm not joining your stable. And basically flipped him off when they tried to do the too sweet. Um Judgment Day responded by brutally attacking Finn Balor, putting his le- his neck in um, a chair and going to stomp it. And then right before he stomps it, basically Finn Balor stops and goes, you know,
2: if I wasn't your
0: friend, I would do that. Just remember, I'm your friend. I could have ended it right
2: there. Friends don't do
0: yeah, that. Yeah, friends don't do that. Um, This week, Rey Mysterio and Finn Balor. I mean, yeah, Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles fought Finn Balor and Damian Priest. I did not watch this match. We're going to find out who won right now. I think Once it says this,
2: here, Finn Balor and Damian Priest I would assume, defeated AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Yep.
0: Um, Bobby Lashley successfully defended his title against Lee. Um Seth Rollins attacked Bobby Lashley, setting up their match next week on the Raw anniversary, which DX is going to be at. D-Generation X, 25-year reunion, but without Billy Gunn because he's an AEW, so.
2: And they have, like, cut every single footage of him out that yeah, they could find. Yeah, it was find. crazy. It is insane it's how they've of, cut it.
0: It's kind of funny, to be honest. Um, Dexter Lewis continues to torment The Miz. Um, As he should. Johnny Gargano is officially getting his match against Austin Theory next week. So Austin Theory's like, the Alpha Academy couldn't do the job. No, I have to do the job for you or something. You know, stuff like that. Um Damage control. Continue their feud with Bliss, Asuka, and Belair. Oh, looks like I got to watch this match. Uh, Apparently, Andrew Dawkins fought Solo Sokoa, which Andrew Dawkins is a great performer. and Solo is too. So I I didn't even know how did that slip by me. Somehow it did. But the one thing I want to address is Edge came back like a week, eight days now. Something like that. Um, Attacks to Judgment Day, runs him out of the ring, and basically says, you know, you can hurt me, you can put me down, I always come back, I never quit, and that's why I'm challenging you, Finn Balor, to an I quit match, so how do you feel about that, F- Finn Balor, Edge, I quit match, I know you love Finn Balor, he's currently a heel though,
2: well, it's gonna be a fantastic match. Yes. But my question is, unless the Judgment Day get involved, how do you book that correctly?
0: That's what I'm thinking. Because, like, it's at the point where, look, Edge does not need any more wins in his life. His legendary status will always be there. But Finn Balor does. That's one thing. Finn Balor, even though this is a match that is very much set up for Edge to win, as he said.
2: To conquer the bad guys.
0: He doesn't quit. It's just like... Edge doesn't need to win Finn Balor to put the Judgment Day over. They need to actually win matches because they lost to Dominic and Ray because Edge came back, and then they lost to Ray and um, Edge the last two pay per views. And they've been looking strong on Raw, but they haven't been winning pay per view matches. So um, also on SmackDown, um, Theory and the Alpha Academy were defeated by McIntyre, Owens, and Gargano um ronda rousey and Liv morgan brawled um i guess raquel rodriguez's new friend shotzi for some reason she was a heel and then she's like oh i'm friends with you now we talked about that last time she got beat by bailey um the best thing ever happened max dupree aka la Knight, aka eli drake do you know who that is you know any of those names ring a bell no. Let me tell you, this is a guy you're gonna want to watch, Noah. Look up Eli Drake best moments. Whenever, whenever we get off this, whenever we get done with our escapades, yes, maybe tomorrow, yes. But um, he's he's from Impact. He is amazing on the mic, amazing in the ring. He's very Ric Flair esque Oh, um, so oh, you, Yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying. L A Night in NXT. They changed him to Max Dupri and basically made him a manager, even though he's great in the ring and great in the talking, and basically made him like a crappy. Model guy, but looks like he's finally reverting back to his LA Night persona. He basically attacked his own models and fired them because they wouldn't fight in a, in a in a title match. And he's he's getting his signature catchphrase back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally that's like he said that like that. It's so funny. Um, it looks like that's gonna be sooner as later. I think they said on the Eternal roster of WWE. They've already reverted him back to LA Knight, so that's going to be happening soon, maybe on SmackDown Friday. I'm very excited to see that because I love LA Knight, Eli Drake, Maxi Free, whatever you want to call him. He is great.
2: He's got a great look. I can he look is. on him. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: this is what I want to talk about. Did you see the Sheamus and Goon- uh, Um. Wait, yeah. Yeah, Gunta. Gunta segment.
2: No, I did not, but I'm sure it was fantastic. So,
0: sh- the brawling brutes, Seamus, Ridge Holland, I'm a peacock, and... peacock, Captain. You've got to let me fly on this one. You know what, Terry? Let's just settle this. Yeah. Things. Peacocks don't yeah. Peacocks <laughs> Peacocks fly. Yeah. Peacocks don't fly. Peacocks don't fly. Sorry, Mark Wahlberg interrupted us. Um, There's your ID. There's yeah. your ID for the hour. It's played.
2: Um. Here on Wiggle 91. So, FM.
0: one of the matches they're having, it's like, I guess it's like a... Irish Street fight I forget what the rules are. It's like a Shalele match, is what they call it. Okay. But it's the Brawling Brutes, Seamus, Rich Holland, and Butch versus Imperium, Gunta, Giovanni, Giovanni Vinci, and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, the Brawling Brutes were beaten by the Usos the week before. The attacked. They were kind of out. Um, I think, or they may have attacked them backstage. I don't remember. But basically, it was Seamus on his own. Versus Walter, Vinci, and Gunter. Um, the goons of Gunter, basically, Vinci and um, Kaiser, grab Seamus in the corner. Gunter rips Seamus' shirt off and just starts chopping him to bits. I mean, beating the heck out of him. Hits him with a powerbomb. Seamus is out. They're walking away. And Sheamus grabs the mic and he goes,
2: Please, sir,
0: give me more.
2: Oh, God. Oh, it was so oh, awesome. Oh.
0: you That's one you need to go back and watch if you haven't seen it. But I think we—I think that was a sign that we need to go to a little quick little. After that, you know.
2: Peacock. <laughs>
0: Peacock.
2: You got to right let now. me fly, Logan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll go to a quick little two-minute PSA break. But when we we'll be back, we'll probably get into more SmackDown, NXT, AEW coverage, and finally end it with Predictions. Welcome back to WWEGL on Legal ninety one point one FM. We've reached that nine o'clock hour. We're gonna continue a little coverage the last couple of weeks in wrestling. We have a special guest on the mic. I think it's the first time you've ever been on the mic in the Legal Studio, has it, Cooper?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, this is actually. Cooper
0: Prater, friend of the show, avid wrestling fan. He might, he probably knows more than Noah. He probably knows more than me.
1: Oh, I, I don't, don't flatter me too no, much you, you probably do oh. you, you probably
0: do <laughs> uh no offense to no but i'm i'm pretty sure he knows to know. yeah i haven't been watching in a little we've bit we've been we've been picking it we've been picking it back up cool cool um, very cool one thing we forgot to mention on smackdown i think the last thing that really matters is sammy Zayn's officially part of the bloodline did you guys did you watch that
2: i did watch that he got a shirt
0: he got his shirt i i was generally like when they when he told him to rip off that shirt I was like, is he about to kick Sammy Zayn out? What uh, do you think? The
1: the segment from uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the week before last, uh, the best segment out of yeah. any show <laughs> this entire like two weeks. It was crazy how well was, executed that was. I mean, Sammy Zayn looks like a puppy dog
0: in the corner over there. When he told him to rip off that shirt, and he's like, "Why are you acting? Why are you acting like this way?" I was like,
1: "No, this whole <laughs> dynamic with with Sammy and the Usos, in particular Jay Uso." I think is really, really interesting. Yes. That guy is, like, out for his blood, basically, and just has to, like, deal with Roman and all these other people around him, like, coddling Sammy, essentially. Yeah, exactly.
0: everyone It's funny because everyone likes Sammy except for Jay. Someone I saw a theory because, you know, most people assume. Jay said in, like, the last episode, it's like, I don't like outsiders trying to, you know, come into the family, like, I'm trying to protect. But he said that, but also there's like a theory going around that um, maybe Jay's protecting Sammy from himself. Because if you remember when Jay joined the bloodline, I mean, Roman basically beat him into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of why maybe he has so much resentment towards Sammy in particular. Because like him, Jimmy, uh, Solo hasn't really had this yet as far as I know. But, uh, you know, they had to, to get the crap beat out of him. Uh, in order to get in, and here comes Sammy, you know, just waltzing in all willy nilly and gets some free rides, basically.
0: To be fair, he did take a good couple claymores and spears and what have you, true, on on their behalf. Yes, yes, yes. on their behalf. Not ass, but he did, he did, he did take some uh, some hits. True. So sort of like I think bloodship pledges- gonna... <laughs> eternity. You would know, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 it's the worst fraternity. Have you taken some? Have you taken some hits for some fraternities? No, I have not. Your honors frat. I'm sure no. they. I'm sure no, they have they brutal have pledge. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go ahead and get into some AEW. I haven't been watching a lot of NXT the last couple weeks. I might hit some of that, but uh, I think I think the last two weeks have been very much like a not not great for them. I mean, it's been good building up wise, but they didn't have like any like stellar matches or anything
1: for NXT. No, uh, AEW.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, they built some. Like, I'm very happy with like the Jericho segment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although, wait,
0: I forgot about Bandito versus Jericho. I
1: don't know what I'm saying right now. That was a I was phenomenal about to, I was about match. To, uh, have words with you for a I, minute.
0: W- I'm just looking at like the YouTube channel over the last. I watched that one live. I was going crazy.
1: Great match. Even better promo from yes. Jericho after.
0: I love and and because like when he won the Ring of Honor title, I wasn't like a big fan of it. But yeah, now, me too. Yeah. Now seeing where they're building it, like, I know they're probably not gonna do it long term. But like, my wish would then to bring like every Ring of Honor, like a, not everyone, but like maybe go through like five at to least, like eight guys. At least the
1: ones that are on the AEW roster, exactly. which is a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, like they have Samoa a good. Samoa Joe.
1: Um, I
0: don't think they. I don't think they would make that. I don't. I don't know about. I do feel about that when I'm going through Samoa Joe. Especially oh really? Since Samoa Joe's the TV champion still, right?
1: even better than no you, get, you get a champion no. versus champion match
0: they're obviously building it up to brian versus jericho for the roh title mm. they're, I, they're also i don't are they still going through with the sammy jericho and uh garcia danielson match because i know that
1: yeah i think that's set up to be the main event for uh, tonight. yeah they are they are doing it because
0: mm. i know they that apparently sammy and uh, andrade got into it
1: yeah, they had some weird stuff on on Twitter. I think. Well,
0: they like fought backstage before today. That was the, um, I think it was Sean Ross Sapp reported that they got an altercation and that someone has been pulled from the show.
2: Tony Khan
1: needs to get his his stuff ship. together. Like, he come on, man! Get <laughs>
2: Vince McMahon in there. Now, I don't <laughs> oh. know if y'all have read that. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's maybe you know cool it down with the the. Uh, I don't know no, about no chance guys <laughs> for a little bit.
0: Um. I the dynamite though, other than the Jericho match, I mean it was a lot of it was a lot of talking. They of course had um the MJF Yuta segment. What did you feel about that? But um, were, like, I heard a lot of mixed reviews.
1: I, I kinda dug it. Um but then again, I am a very easy shill for uh any Blackpool Combat Club associated <laughs> segment. Uh so anything anything with Regal, anything with Yuda, like it's they're they're really good characters and I liked seeing Yuta basically try to be like this little scrappy John Moxley yeah. guy John to, Moxley to MJF you. and MJF immediately shutting it down. <laughs> I,
0: I liked it. I didn't feel like Yuta was – I felt like he held a decent amount. I mean, it's going to be hard for anybody to yeah, hold their yeah. own. Even John Moxley, I'll say, like doesn't look amazing on the mic whenever MJF comes out sometimes. Right. But um, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was perfect, but I definitely liked the later later on when they set it up with Yuta coming out and attacking MJF behind the what was it the press box? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. What a what a great yeah. shot for that too. I did
0: not watch the match because I was doing my other show. Oh, I saw yeah. the aftermath. So wait, I've heard MJF face turn. Can you explain that to me?
1: MJF face.
0: They said that. Did you watch the match tonight? Uh, universe, oh yes, yeah.
1: yeah. It was the the opening match for tonight's Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to watch it. So pretty good, pretty uh good payoff for for that uh little story uh, beat that they set up uh really quick in a week.
0: But did so I heard that like what he got mad about like somebody interfering or something
1: like okay, that. Okay, yeah. So Lee Moriarty uh, and okay. Stokely Hathaway from the firm uh decided to essentially run in and uh try to goad. MJF into using the dynamite diamond ring um, after the match Um, uh, but this was not under MJF's orders apparently. Okay. He was uh, he did not send them out there and so got really really heated at them Um, and in order to like even the odds as well. Uh, old man William Regal, Regal with the knuckle came thunders. out with the with the old uh, brass Canucks. And uh, it, it was a, a joy to see that like little twinkle in his eye as he <laughs> crits them out of his Dude, pocket.
0: I would give – I don't care. We have Sting wrestling at, like, what, 60-something? At – if, too old. <laughs> yeah, too old. But, I mean, he still does decent in those matches. Yes, yes. He's, he's very talented. If he could, I would love to see just one more William Regal match, even if it's like against someone like MJF because he's just so menacing. That would be like a street fight or something where he can – or like a tag match. I feel like he could put on one more. But Noah, you got any thoughts over here? You oh, know? I'd
2: love to see a William uh, Regal match. One more. I, I, one more. I think one of my favorite promos of all time is the one against, uh, he did against Triple H. If you oh, know what yeah. I'm talking. If you the talking about. you Eugene, is it the Eugene? Yeah, the Eugene yeah. one. Yeah, really, really bad setup for uh, that <laughs> promo, but it's a great, it's a great promo. <laughs> Out of context from <laughs> Out Eugene. Out of context from <laughs> <with>
1: Eugene. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I would love so much to to see either, uh, the the like Mad King kind of gimmick that he yeah. had started. On, uh, on raw before um, he got injured yeah uh well they I think they like suspended him oh no that's for a little what bit he got wellness policy yeah, yeah yeah um uh but they they were doing such interesting stuff like ending the show early you know like cutting off you know the the camera feeds and all oh, that sort yeah. of thing. um but never quite got it able to um really come to the conclusion of that uh so that would be great or also uh in in his big return match uh he comes out and you you hear the he's a man <laughs> like if such you know, a man it's so good
0: i i doubt that would happen but that would be pretty tight did you do you watch NXT i think i've watched certain mat i saw the Steiner mass segment obviously
1: i Who couldn't i have really Fallen out of love with NXT really in a big big way uh, ever since the the 2.0 like rebranding yeah. of it it just it just didn't really vibe with me
0: I I don't think well I I think you might want to turn in because they basically you know NXT UK is over yes yes folded yes, and they folded the best parts of so like. Um, I saw that Dragonov's there. Dragunov's there. Devlin, who's now JD McDonough, is yeah. there. Devlin, oh my. If you need to, one match, you go back. They had Tyler Bate versus uh, Devin. Devlin, mm-hmm. uh, new, now McDonough. And they hit one of the most insane spots I've ever seen. He went that, you know, Tyler Bate, he does that forward kind of jump into the ropes when he tries to co you back. Mm-hmm. Devlin <laughs> caught it into a Spanish fly, kip up, and then tried to hit his finisher off of him. Of course, didn't hit it, but it was... Or no, he hit the Spanish fly, kicked up, and then Tyler Bates socked him in the mouth to knock him out. Excellent. It was awesome. But if, uh,
1: Yeah, if they're, if they're still letting them, you know, go at it well, uh, Triple in H the ways now has that, they, it, so. that they do, uh, then yeah, I might be, be more encouraged to pick it up again. They officially made
0: it, like, it's a mix of NXT. They made it black and gold again, but it's not... Full black and gold, like it's not like dungeon like it was before. Right. Yeah, so I saw like the new logo.
1: Yeah, um, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it, it still kind of felt yeah. a little more like, uh, like the, the 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 cleaner version of the black and gold. For sure, yeah. it's
0: definitely not as edgy as black and gold was, and but and I think but they're starting to transition a little bit more back. And I think I think like a healthy mix because there were some things about NXT two I liked. Like I liked the more like, not full main roster characters, but like, people like Grayson Waller were always pretty good. Carmelo Haynes has been phenomenal. His, his match against Ricochet was amazing, and now they're going to do, like, another North American ladder match. Uh-huh. So I'm excited for that.
1: I, I might have, have uh, fibbed a tiny bit when I, I said i am fallen out of favor with the NXT, because I have been keeping up with all the Carmelo Hayes segments, and he is phenomenal. Like, strapped the rocket to that guy yesterday.
0: I'm not the biggest fan of Braun Breaker. Um, I did enjoy him referencing Scott Steiner, basically saying, you know, you didn't um you're the number one contender. You didn't lose your title. I'm the champion. As I see it, you got a thirty three and a thirty percent chance oh, hey, of winning. He referenced this Yeah, title now? he said that he nice. said if my math is correct, and it always is. <laughs> and then he goes and he's like, He as I see it, there's one, two, three, let's have a triple and then he said threat and the audience went crazy. Um, I like him. I don't, it's weird him being the champion when they have so many like great athletic guys in the roster. I think he's fine. He's definitely the future of WWE. Probably. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he's a future world Mm -hmm. champion
2: or a future Jack Swagger. (laughs) I hope
0: not. He's a lot more athletic than Jack Swagger. I'll tell you that he's able to do a uh, Frankensteiner. So off the top, you don't think Jack Swagger.
2: No, I'm joking about that.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's it for your weekly recap. Unless any of you have anything to say, I think we mentioned we mentioned Raw in the last segment. Um, are you excited for the Fight Pit match?
1: I I am. Yeah, I'm absolutely. very excited
0: for the Fight Pit match.
1: The um the Riddle Thatcher one from NXT. So good. One of the, my favorites of that year. You, uh, did you
2: go back and watch it? No, no I did not. We I'm gonna I, sit you down. I, and I make you watch this. Br- British Luch literature has a hold on me (laughs) i feel you i mean we did watch um
0: the elimination chamber match for the show the third one where edge cashed in oh yeah back nice did not realize how (laughs) not great that match was from a standpoint but the cash in was great But it was carlito
2: though carlito Carlito and chris masters are amazing at the end of the day
0: (laughs) anyway i think we're getting our final little ad break here and we'll come back and we're gonna hit you with those extreme rules predictions so stay right there Welcome back to this final segment of WWEGL. I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, my confidant, Noah Phillips. Daniel Locke is unable to be with us today. And special guest, Cooper Prater, in the studio. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. We're in our final little segment here, last little 15 minutes. We're going to go ahead and talk about Extreme Rules. It is this Saturday on Peacock. I am very excited. Fall break, couldn't claim sooner. The one Saturday I'll be off, I'll be able to watch Extreme Rules. (laughs) Um, There's... Six matches on this card.
1: Yeah, oddly, like oddly short for a but, WWE.
0: Uh, all the matches so far, I'm actually like, this is the first one. Like I, I said to him, I've always I think Extreme Rules as a concept is a good pay per view, but a lot of times you just add random stipulations and it doesn't feel earned. And most of these like feel earned. The only one that like honestly, I don't think any of them don't feel earned. Like the only one I would maybe say would be the um the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey one as an Extreme Rules match, but the way their feud is going, I could see it. I'm not too excited for it because I don't know how well Ronda Rousey does with weapons. I mean, I saw their, that one match you did with Charlotte where they basically had the lightsaber duel with the kid sticks.
1: So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but Liv, I am very excited to see an Extreme Rules uh, match the way didn't she put like Liv? Um, was it Lacey Evans through a table?
1: Yeah, at, like, so the cannonball the other day on yeah on SmackDown. Uh, Liv and, and Lacey Evans had a match where, uh, essentially, uh, yeah, Liv Morgan did like a senton, cannonball. On Lacey through the table and also basically drop kicked the cameraman. Yeah, it was really really. Funny. It was a crazy shot. Yeah, and she's like,
0: you want to get extreme? Yeah, let's get extreme. That that
1: kind of sold me more on on the whole storyline of, yes. of her you know trying to get a little tougher.
0: Her doing that, I was very sold. I'm split on that match, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and get into these predictions. So let's go ahead and hit the bell. Ding, ding, ding. Now, uh, who, do you, who, who do we want to go first? You want to just read out Daniels first, I guess?
2: Yeah, probably. First match him. we're going
0: to go with is, of course, the Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey match for the SmackDown Women Champions. I think it might. Do you think that might be main event? I mean, it is the that or.
1: It's probably the highest level of like hype uh, on the card. Uh, oh, yeah. So far, it, it's in between that. Or the Fight Pit match. But I
0: don't think Fight Pit would go main event. That's the problem. Yeah,
1: it's, it, Fight Pit is, is probably too much set up to do main event. So, yeah, I, I, I think it would be a, a solid pick for main event. I wouldn't be mad at it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I looking at the card, it's like it's either that or the um, Bailey bianca Belair match, which I would like to see a main oh, event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good but it point. feels like you're building an extreme – it's called Extreme Rules. The Extreme Rules match would be the main event, you know. um, I really – don't want Ronda to win. Liv's reign hasn't been great, but I, I mean she hasn't had a lot of challenges. Basically, she's only fought Ronda and uh, Baszler, which was, Baszler's match was fine. Um, I, I'm excited to see what they do, specifically Liv. I'm not too excited to see what Ronda has done. I've been, I've been very soured on Ronda since Mania. Um, but I'm hoping – I'm going to predict with my heart. I think Liv wins – and you move her on to greener pastures. Hopefully we finally move past this Ronda Rousey feud. It'd make a good way to write her off if she got injured in it or something like that, same way they did with um, Charlotte to basically her to get married, you know. How are you feeling about this? Daniel has Ronda Rousey circled in, so we're splitting on that. What do you Uh,
2: feel? I think Liv Morgan is going to retain her title.
0: How are you feeling, Cooper? Yeah,
2: I don't really see Ronda
1: coming out of this one. I mean, it would just – be really, really anticlimactic, I think.
0: Part of me feels like she is for that reason, though. Because, I mean, I feel like they're booking Ronda the same way they book Charlotte. Because, you know, it feels like every match Charlotte should lose, she somehow wins. I mean, at WrestleMania, when Rousey had the momentum, somehow, you know, Charlotte won. They keep the streak. I feel like that's how they're booking Ronda right now. I might be wrong.
1: I would like to hope that that Triple H, uh, with the the book now, you know, uh, has a little more kind of, like, of an eye for long term, you know, goals than Vince maybe did.
0: Did you see they hired a
1: new head of long term creative? I did. I I looked up that guy's resume. Pretty Pretty, good. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm Matt excited.
0: V, he was a comic book guy, and so mm-hmm. plus for me. I think next up on the list is Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins fight match. Daniel Cormier is the guest referee. Look, man, I'll say it. You gotta give Riddle the win here. Because, like, the thing is, if he loses, Seth's going to, if Seth loses, it makes sense. He's arrogant. He thinks he can win any match, even though this is Riddle's specialty. Riddle lost the first fight pit match on NXT to Timothy Thatcher, which that's more believable because Thatcher is, like, a legit, you know, MMA background. He's a no nonsense type wrestler. But I feel like, if anything, Seth, it's either, I see it go two ways. They're either going to build towards a Cormier Rat Riddle match, like, MMA style, or Matt Riddle's going to win clean because of or he's just going to win because it's his type of match and maybe a Seth versus Cormier type match. I feel like with his addition, someone's got to fight him, you know. I
1: I would like that to be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know too much about like UFC. I do know a little bit about Daniel Cormier. Uh um, Is it Cormier? I've been pronouncing it
0: wrong this whole time?
1: Oh, it, were you, I have no you saying it differently?
0: I said Cormier. Oh, okay. I guess it's Cormier. I think it is Cormier.
1: Okay. Uh well
2: either way I mean you know um it's a champion I, that's cha- yes. former cha- former UFC champion right. that's the draw in the situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh so I I mean I would like to see him uh in a wrestling ring um and apparently he's a big fan uh so I, I you know I think he he has kind of the the aptitude for it um but uh yeah his his addition does make it seem like if he's not going to stick around long-term and he's, like, kind of just here for, like, the pop on the show... Yeah. ...it'd be really, really weird. For, like, Seth to win or something. I I feel like... Yeah. I, uh, I don't know.
0: I feel... Because Seth, they're building him up. Like, he is the face of Raw, basically, at this point. But...
1: Yeah, Seth probably... Is, so far, Seth has had more to do than Riddle in, in the feud and on the shows. Um, but... Uh, which was part of the reason why up until like last week I was dead set that Seth was going to win this but mm-hmm. now it's almost like a lock for me that, that Riddle comes out of this. How do you feel?
2: Uh, I think Riddle will win and I don't think it'll have a lot to do with uh, Daniel Cormier. If he if anything happens with that I think it'll go after like somebody else for some reason. They'll just do something weird. Yeah. And, Plus- it, and Daniel Cormier would end up fighting
0: I mean, if Daniel Cormier is going to fight anyone who's been in the WWE in recent years, it would be Brock Lesnar after that UFC confrontation. But if he is going to fight anyone, they're going to give him the best dance partner they have, which is Seth Rollins. So yeah, that's what and, I feel like.
2: nothing. think uh, the rub Matt Riddle will get, not only being in this match – and defeating Seth Rollins is going to go a long way for him. Yeah, and they i think they're going to set something up for him um, in the future. Daniel has
0: Seth Rollins winning. That being <laughs> said, he has no explanation for these. they are all just sweaty circle. Kai basically told him, "If you're not doing the show, you have to circle what you're going to go for." Um, next match: Drew McIntyre, carrying Cross in a strap match. Strap match. Now, I'm pretty sure I, I talked to Daniel about this. So let me make sure I get this right. A strap match is very similar to a bull rope match, right? Or like, uh, a, or like a or a dog collar,
1: I think it's it's more similar to the dog. That's that's what one. I'm saying. Like yeah. how
0: you basically you're tied to your opponent. Mm-hmm. Very similar that way. That being said, if Karrion Cross doesn't win this, it's the wrong choice. I get you want to book Drew McIntyre strong, but this is Karrion's first big match. He needs to win, and that's all I'll say. What do you feel about this, Noah?
2: Uh, first of all, it's a strap match. And I would just say I love that stipulation <laughs> because it's always great to see, you know, just big hits from people. But yeah, I think it will have to go to Karrion Cross. Uh, Drew McIntyre, obviously, I think does need a win eventually. Yes. But not right now. I think it has to go to Karrion Cross.
1: I, I hate to, uh, you know, make this really boring that we're all in unison on all of these. Uh, but yeah, no, Karrion Cross. um, has uh really really suffered in like the past like year or so. Yes. Um and it's really clear that Triple H is trying his hardest to like n- give him his, you know, fresh coat of paint. Um and uh yeah, I think I think that um it, even though like the strap match was Drew's idea, um I think it'll uh, turn out that, you know, like he he maybe like took on more than he he, his his eyes were bigger than his stomach. Yeah, basically worst case scenario, I'll
0: take like a Charlotte, uh, not Charlotte, Scarlet, like Fireball or something like that. If we have to <laughs> carry to win, that was the goofiest thing. We SmackDown. are all in unison. Even Daniel picked carrying Cross, who has okay. split with us on every other one. Um, we have Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship ladder match. The way they built this is that Bailey should win. Is going to win. Um, but with that being said, you know who knows? Maybe Belair gets this is this is why I didn't talk about earlier. So Candice LeRae lost this week. Um, to was it? It was Dakota Kai. I feel like they're bringing her back. I feel like she's gonna be the fourth member of Damage Control. That's my theory. She's been a heel, a phenomenal heel in NXT with the way. Um, I feel like she will be the one to bring either that or they'll bring Indy up maybe. And Damage Control, I can see either one. But I feel like either way this way goes, Bailey is going to win. Bianca Belair is a great champion, but she's a much better chaser than she is a champion. Her chasing a title is some of the most entertaining stuff you'll ever see, especially fighting off the heels. But, like, there should be, especially since Damage Scroll already has the tag titles, which it should have had in the first place, like, give them all the gold. Make them the female equivalent of the bloodline. They're doing great. And, plus, Bailey hasn't lost since she's came back. I feel like that'd be, I mean, if you're going to lose, you're going to lose a champion, but still. Her match, or stipulation—I feel like she's gonna win via hijinks.
2: Here's my thing: If this has been a long-standing rule in wrestling, if you hold the gold on the on the send-home show, you're gonna lose at the pay-per-view. Bailey was holding up the gold, the gold yeah. on on the ladder, and this this Saturday, she's gonna go down for the one-two-three. Or excuse me, Bianca Belair is gonna r- go up that ladder and bring that title down, and she's gonna continue to be the Women's champion.
1: Uh, I I concur. Uh, concur. Exactly.
2: Um,
1: Yeah, uh, Bailey has been far too confident uh, since coming back, and I feel like uh, Bianca, uh, ever since winning the title, um, has really like essentially become the face of, like, the women's division yes, in a big, bad way. Yes, definitely has. Um, so, you know, I would, I would not be surprised at all to um, see, you know, uh, Bailey getting the, the best of, of herself uh, and um, Bianca
0: really taking advantage of it. Daniel has also picked Bianca, so I'm the only one to pick differently on this one. Ooh. I feel like even if Bailey doesn't win here, she will eventually down the line. She's going to take it from Bianca. I mean, who Absolutely. else would you get to take it at this point, you know? Yeah, yeah, There's nobody else that they can really build. You know, Becky's injured. Charlotte's out. Um, they haven't really built anybody else up. I guess Rhea Ripley, if they ever actually throw her back in the women's division, because they were building her up for, uh, what was it, Clash of the Castle, and then she got injured. Right, right. And then, right. you know, they had to have the— Whatever match. What was it? The the six man six woman tag. And our final match is the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a good old fashioned Donny Brook match. I didn't they have this, um didn't they have this wasn't this like the same stipulation Sheamus Fought drew for a couple months ago?
1: Seamus was, was in a a Donnybrook match. I don't before. remember. Is it
0: basically like an Irish street fight? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, pretty what much. The... It's it's just a
1: street fight, but with a fancy gimmick over it.
0: This is the one I'm most split on. I think we're gonna let Daniel pick first. I'm, he picked the Brawling Brutes. Um I'm gonna let you guys discuss I'm still I'm so split on this one. This is the only one I've been like really like I I don't I don't know. I could go either way.
2: I think Gunther needs the win. Just a slight bit more than Sheamus, and I think they're going to give it to him. Even though it's Sheamus's match, I think they'll give it to Gun- Gunther. Imperium. The Imperium. So, the the thing is uh,
1: that Gunther and Sheamus have uh, an icy title match yeah. like this Friday, um, which I think Gunther is gonna like, just absolutely wreck that guy. Um, so I would not be surprised at all to see um, the you know the brawling brutes take this as like their their uh, receipt basically. Yeah,
0: I I originally was thinking Imperium, but now that I think about it, especially with the IC title match coming up. Um, Seamus is having a career resurgence right now. He has been great all this year, but it's just and he and I want him to eventually win the IC title so he can become that Grand Slam champion. But it's not his time, man. We need Gunter to have a long, lengthy reign. If he's not going to... Because he's not going to be challenging for Roman probably anytime soon. So I want him to keep that icy title. I think if they're fighting Friday, I'll go Brawling Brutes in their match. Um, yeah. Probably Sheamus takes out Ludwig or something like that. He's not going to pin... I don't think he'll pin Gunter, but... Or Volta, as I like to call him, the OG name. As he should be called. As he should be called, but I digress.
1: Yeah, you need Volter uh, to have a a really long reign, I think, and you also need Seamus to have a really long chase to yes. the belt to really get people like hyped up. once once he he gets it, you get this big moment for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, that whole segment from Friday where he was like, "Give me more," you know. After that was day, so was cool, so sick.
1: I loved that. Um, he's an underrated. Like, actor. for those. Oh, yeah.
0: Our final match, which I skipped over, Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. This is another one I am split on. My brain says it's an I Quit match. Edge just came back. Edge should, Edge will win. My heart says Edge does not need the win. Finn Balor needs the win more than anyone else. And this is my only way I can see Finn Balor winning. Where, where is Extreme Rules taking place in?
1: Uh, Let me see. Philly.
0: The all right, I'm I'm picking with my heart again. It'll probably beat. It'll probably get me in the butt because I think Daniel picks Edge. Daniel picks Edge, but I think the only way I can see Finn Balor winning is Beth Phoenix high Like she comes out and Rhea Ripley just starts beating the crap out of her, and they have Edge in a hold, and he quits. Like it's very similar to if you watch Progress, the Karen Noir and Spike Trivet match which they did with his girlfriend. I don't see Edge just giving up normally. It's only going to be like if something like Beth or his daughters or someone that he loves is going to be hurt. And Finn Balor needs this win. If they're going to establish Judgement Day as a big group, they need to start picking them win. I mean, they lost to the Mysterios at whatever, I forget what, pay-per-view, and then lost to Edge and Ray. It's like they haven't won a ma- I mean, they've been sweeping on Raw, but they haven't, you know, won a legit pay-per-view match, like, in a while, especially since Finn has taken over. So if you're going to build a lot to be legitimate and do that long-term storyline, we need Finn to win this match.
1: It would look really, really bad for the Judgment Day to lose. Yes. <laughs> uh, again, um, they're already kind of on thin ice with me because I don't really know, like, as a faction, what their their deal is. Like, yep. what their their aesthetics are all like goth you know <laughs> weird like supernatural stuff but then finn balor's out here you know using like insider dave Meltzer wrestling like terms in his promos. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know i don't really know what their deal is but i do think that uh the way how this story's been building up so far uh they've looked really really good on raw yes they have um and have you know the stuff with with Finn and AJ has been really interesting. Phenomenal. The stuff with Dominic has been really interesting. Um, so I think you you just you need them to have something on pay per view. Right.
2: Originally, I was gonna go with um, the fact that because it's taking place in Philly, for some reason, I thought the nineteen ninety nine Royal Rumble also took place in Philly, but it didn't. And I was gonna say uh, they hook it up the PA system. Edge saying, I quit, and they were going to do that. <laughs> and I really Dude, hope they do that because it would be hilarious. That would be awesome. But here's <laughs> what I think is going to happen now. I think AJ Styles uh, interferes with the match. And either Edge wins because of that, or he joins up with Finn Balor. But I think it will be Edge ends up winning because of an AJ Styles interference. Uh, Could, be. Could be. Interference.
0: Get a heel, AJ, fully, not just, I'm the best. You know, he just joined the of day. I hope. I hope. I really need Finn to get a win. He hasn't won in so long. But I feel. I. I. My brain says Edge is gonna win, but I'm gonna pick with my heart.
1: Do you think uh, we're gonna see the demon Finn Balor?
0: Not in this match. I think may the only time they're gonna they're not gonna bring Demon back for Judgment Day. If they bring Demon back, it's gonna be like if Finn like turns on the Judgment Day split. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like it'd be even hard to do at this point because. You know they've they've already Desperate has already turned on their leader once. You know we'll be getting you know in in like a couple months, so it'd be insane to do that. But with that being said, we have done our predictions. Ring that bell one more time. I love that sound effect. I need to get
2: more in here. You know you, do, you need more than just the uh the what be- what the oh what? yeah speaking of what
0: what <laughs> um. But that is it for our show today. We will be back in two weeks' time for another edition of WWEGL. I'm sure we'll find out our pay-per-view predictions. Um, We'll make sure to write them down because I'm going to get that belt tomorrow. I'm going to get a toy belt from Walmart, tape over it, put WWEGL on it, and we'll have a champion predictions-wise. But thank you for listening. Just do
2: spray paint. Just do the W. Yeah, do the NWO. (laughs) NWO.
0: Good. Over a AEW belt, too. Why not? Yes, yes. I, I'm being honest, that would be the belt I would buy because I don't want to buy the giant WWE logo belt. Like It would be terrible to tape over. <laughs> like, I could tape over just the AEW part and just put WWE GL. There you go. Yeah. But um, I digress. Thank you all for listening. If you didn't catch all the show, you can find it on any of your podcast players of choice. Our favorite Spotify, we're always on there. We're working on Apple, but everything else we should be on. Um, tune in next week. <laughs> At 9 o'clock for another edition, Cooper, you have any last-minute remarks before we hop off air?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. 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 Yes.
0: Woo! (laughs) One more, one more destroying our mics, but thank you for listening. We will see you guys later.